Previously, on the Reroll Podcast, these people I find myself with may be a merry band of fools, but they can't handle themselves in combat. They needed my assistance to find a flower. It's a flower full of corpses, everybody, in case you didn't get that. Star allowed the fight to start with the male giant. So these concussive waves of force, boom, hit this plant, boom, hit it again, and a little bit of foliage sort of bursts off of it. And ends with him. Yeah, Flint does like a cool little sidestep to kind of like give Groth a clean shot too. The spoils of this battle are noteworthy. The total value of these gems is 196 gold pieces. And despite the short male's reasonable skepticism towards my motives... What exactly are you looking for out here? Their holy one shares what's rightfully mine. Well, she's one of us right now. I mean, look what we've done. And it's going to toss you one of the gemstones. When we find a locked box, the short male, Flint, I believe, drops his oafish guise. That's old Blackreach, yeah? Yeah. Like like before the Empire. Yeah, looks like it. How the hell did it get all the way out here? The giant. Well. How the hell did it get in that box? (laughs) And to Flint's credit... He got it open with ease. That one. <laughs> yeah, you open the goddamn <laughs> thing, and this gold light shines on your face. There's a whole world up here to see, and my own goals to accomplish. But first, let's find out what's in that box. Now, on the Reroll Podcast. Holy shit. We did it. All... Six of us committed to something for a whole year. Murder. Oh, oh, drinking. I'm talking, of course, about our crippling gambling addictions. (laughs) Not about the parking lot of Denny's in uh, off I-90 near Spokane. Oh. What? (laughs) What? Uh, Nothing. What? Um, We are... dumpster? (laughs) We have officially been, been producing... Reroll episodes for a year now. Uh, episode 52 marks obviously one episode a week for one entire year. If you have enjoyed what you've heard so far, or you have not enjoyed it and are hate listening, you at least at least tolerated it, yeah. Or if you <laughs> at least tolerate it, or if you started this on accident and have never heard of us, please come join us on Twitch at. What did I say? 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time this Friday. No. This Saturday, (laughs) (laughs) February 18th. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. We are going to hang out, interact with you guys, get hammered on stream. Um, Maybe we'll get it to work. Maybe not. We'll call it a soft five. Maybe, yeah. Call it a soft five. A flaccid five. five. Soft five in the Denny's parking lot. Flaccid fives. Yeah. (laughs) In the Denny's parking lot. (laughs) If you are on our Twitch page and it is 530 and we have not aired, it is, we will be meeting at our secondary location, the Denny's parking lot. Feel free (laughs) to show up. Be a meet and greet, you know. We will be uh... giving away one pair of Zane's dirty underwear. That is not legally I only binding. I have one pair. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need that actually, but that's fine, I guess. The pair. Do you only, you only have one. Pair. <laughs> <laughs> just trade it for a pair of somebody else's dirty underwear. You'll be fine. 
Yeah. By the way, if you're not subscribed it's to our Patreon, go check thumb. that out. You get my social security number, <laughs> my personal phone number. You can send me anything you want. I can't stop you. If you are a Patreon <laughs> subscriber at the $100 tier, you get Zane's face. We will cut it off like FedEx <laughs> stage. <laughs> I would say it's a collector's item. It's not that rare, but there is only one of them. So do it that way, you will. It's pretty. How is it pretty not that in? rare if there's only one of them? Well, I mean, it's not that valuable, like, but it's still rare. It's like it's like the thing that's buried in the parking lot of Denny's off I ninety near Spokane. It's like nobody really knows about it, and it probably won't ever be like relevant. But it is there, and there is only one of them. It's definitely not at the northwest corner next to the light pole. I can't wait till you <laughs> two get not. fucking subpoenaed. <laughs> but, dude, I would leave it how much I'd love to get sued by Denny's. <laughs> I mean, you guys are going to get fucking subpoenaed like the FBI. in a murder case or something. <laughs> they have to find something first. And I think I used enough like hydrochloric you acid. You are really, <laughs> really going to make this, this court process hard. Uh, join us on stream where Brendan and Zane get subpoenaed for uh, murder. Yeah, join us on the Reroll podcast moving forward, where I where I continually incriminate myself. That was actually a really good time to announce our spinoff show, uh, the True Crime Reroll podcast, where we closely follow Zane's uh, murder trial. Where we commit true crime. Oh God! Somebody cut his face off. <laughs> somebody uh, other does murder somebody. Please, for the love of fucking God, don't bury them. And that's probably what she's talking about. Yeah, literally any other spot's fine except for that just specific pl- spot. If you if you listen to this podcast, then stop. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that, no. No better time than the fucking one year <laughs> of it. Uh, but yeah, please go ahead and join us on February 18th. Our Twitch page is in the link tree that will be in the bio of this episode. I think it's also in our outro. Uh, if you have any trouble... DM me on Twitter or scream into the void outside your home and a a whisper will appear in your head giving you instructions on what to do. That being said. Speaking of whispers in your head, welcome back. Speaking of. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And one thing I can promise is I will get drunk and bitch about one D&D on the Twitch stream. So (laughs) That's exclusive. It's going to be a lot of fun. All of us after getting really drunk, it's going to be. Can I uh, renegotiate my contract on this Twitch stream? (laughs) Yeah, I thought that's what it was for. (laughs) I couldn't possibly imagine what a contract for you guys is. Please show up and record with me. (laughs) Oh, was that not like the thing where I cut my hand and gave you my blood? That was for something. I would like three more breadcrumbs uh, than I have been getting. Please mail them. Uh, we can't afford it in this economy fuck you know the price of bread (laughs) i want want a dozen of eggs a dozen eggs (laughs) do you have any idea how much that no absolutely not that's asking for way too much all right what were we doing last time well opening a small wooden box oh right that's it before we get there oh i'm gonna delve into a little scene love scenes you're gonna have an emotional breakdown <laughs> no that's the twitch stream <laughs> on friday saturday saving it saturday. up saturday. oh my god it's so confusing this is the twitch stream is on saturday just to be clear to everyone this is the whole crocodile alligator thing all over again what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> uh clearly you guys don't listen to the episodes on the ones the episode what was it 48 where you guys got attacked by the 
uh, crocodiles. I called them alligators and crocodiles like <laughs> 40 times in the episode. Well, I have to play in them. Why would I listen to them also? Yeah, that's my burden to bear. I gotta put. I have to put music to it. I have to like somehow make that shit interesting to listen to. So you want to talk about burdens? That's why the music's so loud and you can't hear us. <laughs> All right. I will say I listen to every episode probably two or three times in chunks. Well, that's why our downloads are so shit. good. <laughs> Brendan's just fucking. Brendan's got like one of those SIM card factories. <laughs> downloading podcast episodes. I just bots it. listening to ads made by bots. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yep. Shift into a scene here. Aurasia, ten gold. A balding dwarf grins as he slaps a palm of coins on the sagging wooden table, spilling a bit of his ale. The crowd behind him murmurs, and a gasp is heard. This is the most exciting game of Emperor's Crown this tavern has seen in a long, long time. Unless that's a bit too much for you, woman. He spits with contempt and arrogance. Across the table, a dark-haired woman furrows her brow. Her eyes shift from the mounding pile of trinkets and coins in the center to her opponent staring at her obnoxiously. Well, love... What's it gonna be? No shame in walking away now. Save yourself a whole heap of gold. The stern-faced woman shifts her eyes down at the cards on the table, scanning them. I'll raise you 50 gold. She drops a burgundy sack on the table that thuds heavily. The crowd gasps as the cocky expression on the man's face drops like a rock in a pond. Don't play the bitch, Raven. You know I don't got the gold to be thrown around like that, he says in frustration. Never took you to play like a fool. What was it you said, Garrett? If you were to play me, I'd have to bet like a man? Take your own advice. Blood boils in the face of this pale dwarf. Stupid scheming bitch, I know what you're doing. Fine. He holds out his stubby hand and slides a silver ring off of it with a strange blue gem that glints in the bar light. Show me your card. She places the last card in her hand, a seven of the seas. A brief silence is shattered by a phlegm-ridden wheeze and a laugh. <laughs> the crowd joins in behind. You really got me going there for a moment. He plays his card, a count of storms, giving the brash gambler two advantage. He scoops three bone dice into a cup and shakes it about. Any last words for a walk away with all your coin? He grins as Raven throws a single dice in her cup. Yeah, Garrett, one thing. If you call me a bitch one more time in my bar, I will cut something off of you. The dwarves toss their dice at a rickety table and the whole bar collectively holds its breath. Garrett rolls a two, a one, and a two. A measly roll. Raven's single die seems to roll forever, tripping up on the divots and grooves of this old wood before landing on a six. The tavern erupts in excitement and disbelief while Garrett stares at the ante in front of him, jaw agape. 
Raven's expression remains unchanged. Garrett, if you want to earn some of what you lost back, come and find me. I always have work available. The disgruntled man slams his fist on the table and stands abruptly, turning to leave. Under the excitement of the crowd and the clinking of glasses, barely audible, as he turns, the man adds one last word. Bitch. A shrill shriek accompanied by a sharp dagger being stabbed into the tabletop as the gambler's hand is pinned to it and blood squirts out. What did I just say? I will tolerate your masculine mongrel identity so far as it's entertaining and easy for me to capitalize on, but I have warned you. This is my bar, and you will not refer to me with disrespect. He wheezes and struggles, pulling his hand a little bit before wincing in the pain. Uh, Ra Raven, I, did, I, I didn't say nothing. You just got me angry is all. I didn't mean nothing. Where arrogance and haughtiness once was, there is only embarrassment and shame. You got enough from me tonight, woman. I will decide what is enough and when is enough. The two dwarves stare at each other with a palpable intensity. Cutting through the crowd, a younger human barkeep, seemingly unfazed by the violence at hand, drops a new corked bottle of dark liquor in front of Raven. Miss Raven, got somebody asking for you by name at the bar. It's a man. I think he's an elf and a young girl who, well, She's terribly scarred. They gave me this, Miss Raven, said you know what it meant. The dark-haired dwarf examines the coin that was handed to her, flips it over and thumbs the marred face on one side. She plucks her dagger from the table. Hans, take Garrett's ring finger. Ensure that if he ever earns back his family ring, he will not forget the cost of his transgression. I have business to take care of. The pleas and shouts from Garrett are entirely ignored as he is seized by two large thugs and a third draws a dagger from his belt. You heard the boss, take him outside. And for a single brief moment, Raven's immovable disposition twitches into a slight frown. Meanwhile, in the weeping woods, I don't have a party name for you guys, so I'm going to refer to you as the sluts until you find one. I'm okay with that. The sluts are gathered eagerly around the strange box that they have found beforehand. As you open up this box, it is very ornate, really put together and almost simplistic on the inside. For there is one carefully secured dagger tucked into an ebony sheath lined with silver studs. And next to it, a rolled-up parchment with a wax stamp on it that has been broken. Well, somebody open it. Well, fine, I'll do it. Flint's hovering over your shoulder. He's curious what's in the envelope as well. As you open it, it looks like some sort of war missive. It reads, and it has no identity that it's written out to, but it reads... You alone will be set out into the forest of the enemy. 
Forward scouts have been unsuccessful in their excursions further in from Forward Camp Bear. Few of them return, and often if they do, they are maimed by these... Wood Elves. This is not your prerogative, however. You are to inflict death. Attached are names of several prominent elves we have identified, as well as brief descriptions of them. You are the Blade of Blackreach, and this dagger is a gift from my personal armory. Use it well. Signed, Commander Neville Port. Is the seal on the envelope, is that the Blackreach Empire seal, I'm assuming? It is not the Empire seal, but it's the older Blackreach seal that, or sigil that was on. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the uh, crate itself. And going through the list, there are several elves outlined. But as you're looking at it, one in particular is a tree bark everglade with a physical description of what seems to be a younger version of himself. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Indeed. Star wants to inspect the dagger as well, but Flint, if you have something you want to say, go for it. Uh, Flint will take the paper from you if you're cool with that. Yeah. Just to look at she it. She hands more. it yeah. over. Picking up the dagger, unsheathing it. You see it is made of some sort of bone. The blade edge of it is tempered with a sharp steel. It's lightweight, flexible, and fits almost perfectly in your hand. Starts sort of holding it and turning it over, getting a feel for it in her hand. And she, I think, wants to roll. Maybe an arcana or like a history or just something. She wants to try and figure this thing out a bit. Give me either one. Um, I'm going to go with Arcana. Okay. Perfect. Perfect 10. <laughs> it's right in the middle. It's right where you want to be. That's true. Not too good, not too bad. You know, just, just enough, but not too much. Yep. You know, yeah. Like the sweet, silky taste of Velveeta mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> with a 10... I think you have an inkling that this probably does have magical properties, but you're not sure what. She, like, to herself, she's like, I'll figure you out. And then she's going to sheath it and just stick it um, on her belt and not ask anyone if they want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Flint... Is looking over the document. Is gonna again, kind of like side eye Kiaran, and uh, just pocket it for now. Actually, I think I I would like to go back on that. Um, Star's gonna take the dagger over to Bo and stab him right in the face. <laughs> right in. What is this? Right in the middle. Of, right in the middle of the face. <laughs> right in the middle of the face. Take his nose. Uh, right. No. <laughs> Star's gonna go over to Bo and say, I... I think this is Bone. Would you... Could you maybe look at this and see if you know anything about it, or... I don't know. I, I get an odd feeling from it, though. Um, I'll okay. roll religion on it. 
Yeah, give me a give me a religion. Twelve. Okay. Doesn't, as far as you know, you haven't in any of your studies or, or any sort of rumors or superstition heard of a dagger like this being used for any massive evil or something of the nature. You, yeah, I, I don't think, you don't think it has anything to do with any religion or sacrilegion. I think Bo would, rather than telling you what it is, would say, um, I can't tell you what it is, but I can tell you that it, it very, it most likely isn't, doesn't have anything, any religious quality to it. I hope that helps, because that's all I, all I know. Bo, do you have a medicine skill? Medicine, yeah. Go ahead and roll it for me. A natural 20. You stab Star and you're like, that should hurt. <laughs> <laughs> According to my mes- my medical professionals. <laughs> um, you should be dead. <laughs> with an unnatural 20, you do know you're looking at the the bone sort of base of this, this dagger. It looks humanoid, but it's not quite human. And you eventually pretty quickly figure out it's made of elf bone. Okay, then Bo will inspect it closer, and his um, his expression will darken, and he'll say, "This, this is elf bone," and give it back to you like he doesn't want to touch it anymore. I think Star will take it back, and I think she'll look at it probably a bit horrified as well. She'll be like, "Well, that's fucked up." And she'll sh- just sheathe it again and put it back to her side for now. Kieran does kind of glance over when she hears Bo say that. What do you got there? Nothing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I said elf, elf bones, a, it's a band. I would, I would totally bone an elf. <laughs> Not you, though. Unless, I mean unless that in a you respectful way, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Flint will kind of like interject and like kind of holding probably what's a couple of bruised ribs because he kind of got jacked up by that uh, corpse flower thing to say so ugh, did we uh did we get what we came here for can we leave now really quick Kiaren you also found this kind of stomach of sorts of this corpse flower that had a the lot corpse of alcohol flower gizzard mm-hmm. it's gizzard <laughs> uh, you did roll a natural 20 uh, so I'm going to allow I'm just going to roll that over and explain to you some of these things uh, you find an owl bear scent gland this is in the gizzard is that what it is an sure. owl bear gizzard no owl, owl bear <laughs> scent, scent gizzard gl- scent gizzard. <laughs> gizzard gland I need everything that you describe from now on needs to be in comparison to like the relative size of a gizzard and the function of one. This, in order for me to this mighty that. dragon, five hundred gizzards tall, <laughs> thirty-two gonads wide. <laughs> We've been watching a lot of Futurama. <laughs> feel good. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, you also find spine leaf, black spice seeds, and heart thorn. More like fart thorn, am I right, ladies? Nice. I, of course, know what all these things are for, right? Yeah, they have a couple properties that can be unlocked uh, whenever... We'll sort of treat this as whenever you rest next, you'll kind of go over it, study it, and learn a little more about these ingredients. Okay. Okay, what do you guys want to do? That depends. Does Groth see any butterflies here? (laughs) Roll a perception. Well, we need to go back to the to the lab ultimately, right? To like synthesize this this potion thing. Mm-hmm. I think we should. Uh, yeah, yeah. You do also have to cross the river, right? Mm-hmm. I think we should just start a new lab right here. <laughs> right. Uh, the river with the dragon in it. Uh. <laughs> this definitely is something we need. We need uh, um, Kella's help with, though, right? Because doesn't she? She has also the. Um, the, the fingernail. Can we just FedEx her yep. here? FedEx her to us or yeah. FedEx the... FedEx I don't her think to you us. can request the FedEx. Also, you I don't, don't think know. they send Shut people. Up. DoorDash. <laughs> DoorDash. Actually, they do. The you Postmates. can use DoorDash now to FedEx something. It's FedEx and like UPS. Man, I love the fact that I never have to leave my house ever again. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um... I, I yeah I, I think right now we should just probably head back to the no the boats in the bottom of the river so we should probably start heading back that direction but I have no idea what we're gonna do when we get there. You can walk the river if we find a shadow hey. spot. I can walk it. Um, Gary, you guys. Real quick, what'd you get on your perception graph? Uh, twelve. <laughs> yeah, first things first. First things first. Eerily, no butterflies. Unlikely, but there wouldn't be like another entrance exit from the under, whatever, what do you call it? The sub, the, under, uh, the underneathy? Subterranea, uh, that would come out on the other side of the river, right? Like wherever mm. they're trying to get. That could be fun. That's an interesting prospect. Like I, luck roll. <clears throat> Actually, I think entrances into the underneath the are few and far between other than the very well-known entrance underneath bronze holds or bronze um latara or uh does has kiaran been there before to where the The underneath (laughs) i mean out of character yes okay (laughs) i was wondering if like you could do like make like a really high like DC luck or like history check to see if you happen to know. Well, like that's that the exists. more the thing that was more a question is if they're that common, which it sounds like they aren't, so it wouldn't matter. Okay. I mean, you want to go into the underdark and look around, or the uh, shut ever shut up. If you want to go into <laughs> Subterranea and look around, be my guest. Underneathy. <laughs> yeah, like the these words are protected words. We're gonna get sued. And. <laughs> Oh, we're going to get sued anyway, because Hasbro wants all our money and all our creative intellectual property and everything we've ever done and our firstborn children in Zane's face. Saturday, Tanner. They're going to team up with Denny's. It's a conspiracy. They're going to team up with Denny's and arrest Zane. 
going to take us out at the root. <laughs> Hit us right where we live. Why, right Daddy, have Denny's. you done this to me? <laughs> uh, okay, while we're saying dumb shit, Tanner, I have a request for you. Uh-oh. Can you please say, um, just before we get too far away from it, I would like you to say, Kiaren, as you are just rifling through this gizzard, you're, like, really getting <laughs> in there. I just, I want to... You just have for, to earn it. I thought we did. We killed this monster for you. For me? For you. <laughs> Everything we do, we do for you, Tanner. <laughs> you, you won't let us leave. <laughs> Welcome to the Reroll Felony Podcast. <laughs> um, True crime podcast, but not in the way you might think. How wide is the Tybalt at, like, some of the narrower spots? Still pretty fucking wide, right? Still pretty wide. Gonads yeah. wide. It's not something we could just, like throw a line across and try to wade potentially there's also a dragon in it which I'm not super cool with but like I don't know how many options we have well, I think the dragon left it during our fight Kiara we should probably start heading back towards Kiara's camp yeah okay so should we be doing that then uh Kiara why don't you give me a survival check with advantage can I do a perception while we're traveling? Yeah, just to look yeah absolutely. Sweet. Anybody else want to want to do anything? Damn, 12. A lot of 12s. A lot of 12s. Like, a, lot of, a lot of middle and rolls. Yeah. Coming out hot. Coming out swinging. Uh, survival, that's a 16. It's a respectable roll. Roll me a d4. That's how many dragons you have to fight. <laughs> One. Oh, okay. Interesting. You find a game trail that you have frequented pretty often. It's covered in a solid amount of overbrush, but you recognize it immediately and know it will be kind of a shortcut that will take you right back to your place. And you're... What's what's the party order? Kieran, I assume you're ahead? Mm-hmm. Flint usually takes a second position, flanking if he can, but if it's really thick brush, then he's going to stay. Okay. Yeah, I think I generally take the lead. So do you want to be behind Kiaren since she's leading? Yeah, behind or beside, wherever she wants me, pretty much. Okay. Could be. Pretty sure Groth generally takes up the middle. But we'll take the back, I guess. Actually, I think... What might be a better thing if uh, Flint's going to take the second, maybe I'll take the back so that way we're pretty well covered. Because uh, I think that's what we usually do, is like one of us takes lead and one of us. In the back? Sure. Yeah. In the anus of the party? Yes, right. Right. In the gonad of the party. In the gizzard. Latara, <laughs> <laughs> did you have something? Uh, I was going to say something to Star, but she's not near me anymore, so. Okay. You can scream back really <laughs> conspicuously across all the party members and into the forest. Hey, so what was that dagger too. made of some sort of bone that you had? Why did it smell cheesy? <laughs> you know, through this game trail and through dense ferns and brush, you all slowly make your way through the forest, continuing, of course, towards Kiaren's place of respite. The willow branches seem to constantly get in the way, especially here, and provide almost like a curtain preventing you from seeing your surroundings very well. That is both a detriment and a 
advantage, seeing as how there is some massive predator lurking somewhere in these woods. But it's frustrating and annoying, and actually, who... Uh, I don't know why we don't just point in the direction where we think the dragon might be and send it a message and be like, hey, hey, bud, where you at? What are you doing? Do you, do you want to... Where do are you? Message? Do you want to no, do that? I, I don't have could, that ability, so no, can I can't. That. You could totally do that. <laughs> I got my notes right here. It says, if Only the if Shadow party... were here. <laughs> who? Huh? Shadow? <laughs> Never heard of her. If I'm leading, should I do a perception too, or does my survival cover that? You can do a perception. I want to do a perception. All right, give me a perception. I got a 12. I know. Uh, 21. Uh. Sorry. Assuming it's still <laughs> dark in here. What'd you get, sorry? 21. 21. See, that's basically 12. Okay, who has the lowest deck score of all of us? <laughs> me, either me or Bo. Yeah. <laughs> well, which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> got a minus one, so. Yeah, okay. I got a okay. nine minus one. Interesting. So both of them are affected, or do they have to roll for whatever you're doing? Uh, I'm just going to pick one. Okay. Because I'm God here. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> As Groth stabs at the closest butterfly. Which just happens to be the center of Bo's face. <laughs> Again. You shouldn't should have got that butterfly tattoo. <laughs> on your face. In in Death Cleric School. Kiaren, looking ahead on the game trail, you take your hand and brush aside a curtain of these willow uh, branches. And there's a figure standing with two blades out in each hand, just standing completely still, probably about 60 feet away from you or so. What do you do? Is he looking at us? Directly in your path. I hold up my fist to tell the others to stop. And as you do, Bo, you said you were in the back? I did, but then Star wanted to be in the back, so I'm somewhere in between, I guess. Right in front of you, Star, you notice as Bo takes a heavy step in his loud, clanky armor and just kind of sinks in for a second. Bo, give me a deck save. Seventeen. Seventeen, okay. As you step down, you hear a crunch and you see like this crunch. <laughs> Damn it. And you see this rope like rip through the foliage, and you manage to lift your left foot and it you see this I don't exactly know what these are called, but you see this rope trap that was going to tighten around your ankle and hoist you 25 feet in the air, and you... It's like a, a snare. snare. A snare? Yeah. And you look up and you see an elf with a dagger drawn, and he's holding the tip of the blade like he's ready to throw it, and he says, Is avi dunaso. And if anybody speaks elven, it says, Go no farther. Uh, is the guy in front of us an elf too? 
Coming into focus, yes, it is. And with your 21 perception, you begin to notice several others sort of popping up out of the foliage. Doesn't Starlet, she'd get a little bit of that too, though, right? Because then we'd talk about Sylvan or something that's kind of some crossover. I also understand. Okay, yeah. Uh, with Sylvan, you it seems like a threat. You don't exactly know what, but you could probably, with context clues, get a mm-hmm. sense. Uh, Kiaran will say back in Elven, we have no quarrel with you. Flint has turned around rapidly and is readied his weapons and is kind of like holding a combat stance ready to fight. Uh, Bo will have like kind of done, uh, I guess did like the mom arm for, on Star, like backed up, like don't step in there in the trap. <laughs> and then um, basically translates and says, we believe we're not, we're actually trying to get out of here and off of your, your land. Um... I have a question. Mm-hmm. Can I... <laughs> can I roll a sleight of hand to try to put this dagger that I know is made of elf bone, um, like... Tuck it away. Either in my hand or in my back or something, or in my own back. <laughs> Stab yourself in the back of the dagger. <laughs> Don't find it there. Take that. What or is that? Elf- Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it had weird lunch today. It's a mole. Well, it... it that was my kidney, but it's not anymore. <laughs> yeah, give me it's a sleight of hand check. Okay. Holy shit, that danced around a one so hard. Okay. <laughs> Instead, it's a natural, or unnatural 20. Might be. Okay. Kiaran, this elf begins to slowly walk towards you and talking as if to all of you in elfish. Kiaran, Bo, you understand this. Star, you pick up a couple words here and there. You have entered the protected realm of Okrell. Outsiders are not permitted to pass our lands. You are in direct violation of the El Human Accords, and this is considered an act of war. On top of this, Dol El, you know you aren't allowed here. And you see this younger elf with sandy blonde hair that's tied with a small vine that hangs her ponytail over her bark skin jerkin. So it's like a leather that but made out of a lot like tr- what tree bark had. Two curved scimitars shine and glint as she walks towards you. And she seems upset. Kiaran can't help but uh, let a grin just kind of cross her face at the what's happening basically but um she will say well just point us in the right direction and we'll be on our way we didn't know we were on your land Dolel you of all should know you are not welcome in lands protected by El Bo is translating while this is happening by the way I mean I'm just talking so if Bo's translating I don't know Bo's translating to the rest of the group is what you're saying, right? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said who's translating. No, I am. Just so to keep Um, everyone on the same page. Yeah, Flint is rotated away from you, Kiara, and like watching her back, but he's just going to kind of mutter over his shoulder to say, uh, if these ain't friends, what are we doing here? 
Kieran will say, uh, you're quick to judge one of my kind, but as I said, we don't mean to fight. We will leave. Give me a persuasion check. I don't have any dice. I need some dice. You have no dice? They're over there. Can I assist by... <laughs> That's a nice flat Getting ten. him his dice. Man, lots of middle of the roll. Can Star step up and try to help? What do you say, Star? Persuasion? She'll, of course, ask Bo to translate, but... Truly, we mean you no harm. It was a mistake. We will turn and we will leave. And she's going to, like, bow her head a little bit, like, with her hands up. Okay. Um, Bo will translate that and also add, we need to get back to, I don't know what our forest or, like, is called, where we have our place. The Riverlands, sir. Okay. We need to get back to the Riverlands. Do you know how we can get there without going through here? I don't know how the fuck to roll on D&D Beyond. <laughs> fuck you, you Hasbro. You click whatever you're trying to roll? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I was just trying to There's, roll a D20. God damn it. There, Should be on the beat on that thing on the bottom, bottom left. Bottom yeah. I don't have a character sheet. Well, no. Well, then fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to roll something for you? No, I got it. Just build a character okay. real quick. Yeah. Use an old character. Don't tempt me. That's true. Um. The woman eyes you up and down, Kiaran. And in the distance, the willows begin to just so subtly shake, and her eyes quickly dart, and she says, Come with me. It is not safe here. And she sheathes her scimitars, and then she lets out this, like, whistle, and the, the rest of the yell disappear into the woods. Can I insight if she's trying to lead us into, like, a trap? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me an insight. I think Star probably would roll one, too, if, or we can just add it to... Go ahead and roll one. Oh, shit. Oh, no, that's a d12. <laughs> <laughs> got a 17. I got 12. Okay. <laughs> Kiaren, you're untrusting of this. You know that Okel are fiercely defensive of their lands, as well as... We have a history, probably. Yeah, 100%. You, however, Star, with your knowledge of the Feywild and how you've interacted with creatures of such, it is very unlike most creatures of the Feywild to... maybe not lead you into a trap, that could definitely happen, but to sort of offer you hospitality and use it as a weapon. I think Star just with that knowledge will say let's, I think we should go with her. Um, just keep your eyes peeled, be smart, but it seems urgent. Did Flint notice the uh, the willows kind of like shifting or anything like that? What's your passive perception? 12. You did not. However, you are a little suspicious at this point, so feel free to roll a perception check if you like. Okay. Mine's 16. Okay. 11. 
with a okay, eleven. Uh, Star, with your passive of sixteen, you probably notice. You probably didn't attribute it much to more of like a gust of wind, but you can tell that these creatures are obviously very in tune with this area. Uh, Flint with an eleven. You're looking around and it all looks the same as the last hour, two hours you guys have traveled, and it's it's hard to differentiate for you. Yeah, Flint kind of getting a little frustrated that he doesn't exactly know what's going on. Just says, uh, can somebody call it? What are we doing here? We need to get out of the open. Uh, I think Star is just going to, like, from the back of the party, head in the direction of the woman, and as she um, sort of gets up towards Flint, she will not necessarily whisper to him, but she'll say, I, I think we need to get out of here. Let's follow her. Aye. Flint's not going to shoot his weapon, but he's going to fall in. Okay. Uh, as we're following, I will kind of sidle up next to Star and just be like, remember our deal. You will vouch for me. Star says, indeed I will. Don't do anything stupid. And that goes for the rest of you, too. And she eyes her adoring group of friends. Flint's too focused on his surroundings to make a joke. (laughs) It doesn't take long for you to get further in the forest, and you guys have trouble navigating when brush gets deeper and deeper and thicker and thicker. But this elf is moving at normal pace, like she's just as comfortable here as she would be on a flat road, even disappearing in front of you and then reappearing to be like, hurry up! And you eventually get to a point where there is a huge animal carcass. And she sort of brings her hand up and she says, Get inside. (laughs) Get inside. (laughs) She's, And it's like this huge, like, Oh, it's actually an owl bear. Come to think of it, but it's this huge sort of owl bear, half eaten. And she's like, "Stop! This could be a trap. Quickly, get close to me." She's saying this in common. Elf, elvish. Okay. Uh, I assume Bo is probably translating for most of what she says. Yeah, definitely. She knows we're all stupid, so. or since he knows we're all stupid. She pops open a pouch and grabs a pinch of ash and sprinkles it in the air. Everybody give me a stealth check and add ten. Hell yeah, brother. Kiaren's both watching her and the surroundings. (laughs) Karath, I don't like the look in your face. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I rolled a disadvantage. Two natural 20s. Holy shit. Nice. (laughs) Yep. But are we all rolling a disadvantage? Nope. No, I just have uh, heavy metal. Okay. I have heavy armor. Heavy metal. Heavy metal. Okay. So that when we be- do group group rolls like this, do you want to like call off names and we'll go? Is that easier for you or should everybody yell the number at the same time? Uh, I'll call at off the same names. time. Everyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> exact same time. Everyone yell your name at the same time. Your yeah. name? <laughs> Not even your name. <laughs> Star. <laughs> all right, Bo, what'd you get? A 33. So I think we're good. How? A thirty? Don't question it. No, no, no. How is that possible? Don't you have well, a minus I, one? No, oh. no. I have. Wait. Yes, I rolled the wrong thing. I rolled survival, <laughs> but I still got a twenty-six. Okay. It's like 
I don't think you can get 33. With <laughs> no, I, I rolled a 23 one. survival check and then add 10. So okay. it's wrong. Uh, Flint, what'd you get? Uh, 35. Groth? I think Groth is like trudging through the brushes a little less loudly with a 12. That's oh with your plus 10? God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh so you got a two on your stealth roll? And... Yes. Okay. I like to think that she she was moving at a normal pace and Groth was also moving at a normal pace. Just everybody else is like bobbing and weaving through the brushes and I'm just like, <laughs> there's a thorn in my eye. Okay. <laughs> Star, what'd you get? Uh, 25? Damn. Surprisingly low for you. Yeah, I know. I rolled a, well, actually, I don't know. Rolled a 15, or I got a 15, so yeah, 25. So I think what happens is you guys begin to move under the... I'd like to remind you that Latara rolled a nat 20. Yeah, that's, that's like two successes, drastic. right? Rolled two nat 20s. I rolled 20s. two nat 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of them counts. It's true. <laughs> As you follow the lead of this elf... She quickly, nimbly runs through this kind of clear opening where this half-eaten owlbear carcass is. Right behind her is Bo, and followed by Flint, followed by Shadow, followed by... Goddamn. Followed by... <laughs> Shadow. St- Shadow. Followed by Star, followed by Kiaren, and then finally Groth in the back. And Groth, I, I do think you step a little heavy and, and it's hard to kind of control your weight. And you all do realize that as you're like taking your steps, it is not affecting any plant life. You are not leaving footprints or any sort of trace behind. However, Groth, you still are making a little bit of noise. Stop to tie my shoe in the, in the clearing. Why do, why do I have shoelaces on these metal <laughs> boots? <laughs> And to the left of you, the trees begin to shake. The forest gets silent and the willows stop creaking. And abruptly exploding through a tree, splinters flying everywhere. Sarna, the green dragon, leaps out and slides and is scanning around and his eyes begin to fixate on you when Kiaren grabs you by the shoulders and pulls you back into the brush. And this dragon's like, I know you're here. This is my domain now. (coughs) Sorry, I uh, had a couple cigarettes this morning. (laughs) I will find you. Run, pathetic mortal, run. But you guys escape. And after about an hour or so of swiftly moving, your feet begin to leave tracks again. You're louder and a little slower. Groth wants to take note of every possible landmark that he can. Um there's any mountains in the you know if we pass a clearing and I can see a mountain or anything like that I just want to yeah, yeah, kind of make a mental note of it okay great I have uh, a feeling that where this thing hangs out is going to be important later give me a survival check it's a goddamn good thing I'm lucky 
Kieran also, once they're a little ways away from the dragon and she's less anxious, is looking around to see if she can tell where the self is leading us. Okay, you roll me a survival check as well. Um, with a 12, Groth, you're looking around for landmarks and you see maybe some local ones, like a hollowed out tree that looks really, really beautiful, but really old with some burn marks to it. But this entire place is so dense, it's hard to pinpoint anything. I got 19. Okay. With a 19, you're looking around, you're trying to examine the surroundings, and once the spell kind of wears off, you begin to smell and hear water. And pretty soon, under the guidance of this oak elk, you break through the tree line and see the mighty Tybalt. And she turns back to you and she says, Here. This will lead you back to your revelance. Let this be your one and only warning. Even the weeping woods is off limits to you. This forest is specifically for Oak Elk. And you, Dola, if I see you again, I will not hesitate. Uh, Kieran will look at her and be like, I would know your name. No. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I am Dew Rosethorn, Tree Strider of Methuselah's Watch. And she eyes you up and down, and she says, Believe it or not, Kiaren, I've been watching you for some time now. You do us honor, dear Rosethorn. We will heed what you say. She looks at you, absolutely puzzled. What does a Dolel know or care for honor? We are not all the same. Without a word coming to her lips, she turns back and disappears into the forest. And you guys face down the mighty Tybalt, probably 20 feet, 25 feet across here. And I guess we'll have to see how you guys traverse it next time on the first episode of year two of the We Wool Wadcast. And it starts by oh, yeah. being led to a river and not being given a boat. Or, and a <laughs> we shall swim us. in it's the dragon's stuff. river. <laughs> it starts with you guys drowning and we roll up new characters. No, it starts Hell with yeah. Bo like, wiping the sweat from his brow because he's like, <laughs> like nervously laughing when they said that um, there was like, if you come here again, but Bo's already been in... In the force of the oak. So this is the well, second time. Yeah, I know. He's like, whew. That is something I'm curious about. Like, would we, it's what Mirbo, if we've both been here, know that this was Oak Elk territory? Everything in the force of the oak is Oak Elk territory. The Weeping Woods is usually not, I should probably have your reference. Not for patrolled, this, maybe? Yeah, it's so violent and dangerous that it's loosely sort of enforced 
Although it seems like there's a bit of a territory dispute going on right now because both the Okel and the Dragon have been like, yo, this is our fucking neighborhood, bro. Get out. Yeah, actually, and they clearly were friends. Notes yeah. about this, I believe. Uh, and Bo, you actually probably, when you went to the Force of the Yokes long ago, it actually probably was far south. You probably visited one of the more lively and beautiful areas of it. You probably didn't mm-hmm. go too deep into with the, it. But. Yeah, no. Not the area with the poison vomiting dragon. Like, wow, I've seen this before. No, there was one. I didn't say anything. It <laughs> <laughs> was Carl. He's actually a pretty good dude. <laughs> also, I like how, like, we keep yelling about, like, oh, Crunch, but it's not like we lost Crunch. We just keep forgetting to bring him with us. Yeah, we know where he's at. He's playing with <laughs> yeah. uh, He's playing Kevin. with his new friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got we to gotta get more Crunch adventures We going. got him a babysitter. Hell yeah. I want to make Tanner do that voice more. Yeah. I'm gonna bring Crunch when we finally do come back to fight the poison dragon. <laughs> Dies immediately. Yeah, he's he's got it. He'll be he'll be the the point man on that operation. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media? Listen to another episode or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all of our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we could use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright, as well as the Chronicles of Rel main theme. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.